FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. <laughs> Why do I have to start? Why do I have to start? <laughs> I decided to practice saying banana. <laughs> that is not how I sound. Say banana. 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 Oh, come on, now say it like you normally say it. Banana. Banana. I'm going to start saying banana and garage. Garage. I think that sounds sexy. Garage. Like I thought about it. I was like, garage or garage. It sounds dirty. Good. Tomato. Tomato. Oh, tomato. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. Okay. That sounds similar. Potato and potato sounds similar. Do you guys say potato? Mm, we say potato. How come you say tomato then? Because that's how it's spelled. Tomato. Okay. No, it's not spelled tomato. That's a T-A. It starts with T-O. Spelled tomato. T-O-M-A-T-O. Are you sure it's T-O-M-A-T-O? Why do I now suddenly feel like it's T-A? <laughs> and I used to do well in spelling. Hold on a minute. I think phones are Tomato. Tomato. Hold on. You see? Tomato. Okay. Then potato. Potato. But see, potato is like paw, like papillon, papillon or something, but pa. So potato is spelled. Yeah. P-O. Now I can't potato spell it. P-O. Potato. 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 P-O-T-A-T-O. Like tomato. Tomato. Potato. Banana. Garage. <laughs> Would you like to hang out in my garage? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, why not? Who wouldn't want to hang out in my garage? Garage. <laughs> I have to stop because I'm in your garage. Okay. So... I think we're the two wild orchids today, yes? Yes. Okay. okay. I'm Sean Lee. And I'm Lauren. <laughs> and we are the two wild orchids. You stole your line. <laughs> Usually it's stolen, so I'm just going to give it to you. And this is where you come for sex and fun. Yes. Come on over. Come on over and play with our garage. Play, oh, play in our garage. Play in our garage with our... Potatoes and tomatoes, tomatoes and, and tom- bananas. And tomatoes. Did you bring the banana? Banana's dirty. <laughs> okay, so we just got back from FETCON. Well, <laughs> no, I did not die. Just so that everybody knows, I had my first public speaking appearance at FETCON. Which was like 5,000 people. Yep. You want to be thrown in the deep end? That was it. But you didn't die. <laughs> I did not die. You didn't die. But, you know, the universe took care of you. Yes. The I universe know. really did take care of you. <laughs> Because we met amazing people. We did. The, the people that came to our talk were so open, so welcoming. They took notes. They did take notes. I was, so I was like, shit, that makes us goose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is happening. Yeah, this is happening. And, they, and then when you spoke, they were still writing things yeah, down. Yeah, like words are coming out of my mouth. People are writing stuff down. I got this. That's it. It wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't so bad. In retrospect. In retrospect. Let me say, I needed a bottle of champagne once I was done. But you did. You did. You did. You just <laughs> kept drinking. Yeah. I, I have no more words left now. They're all out. People wrote them down. I'm done. Tapping out. Mic drop. Leave. <laughs> you did really well, though. Thank you. You did really well. Thank you. I was, I'm a I, professional public speaker. I take that as a huge compliment. And you did really well. Your um, reticence was endearing. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you though, the day you of mean the talk, my super nervous anxiety that was <laughs> Look, I gave you a nice word. You can put super nervous anxiety in front of it if you want to. It was really impressive. I get there are people who are scared of it. And it never occurred to me. I mean literally has never occurred to me to be scared of it. 
even as a kid, I remember one time I had this play, you know, do school plays. Mm -hmm. And this, that what I had to do was I was a robber, which I think is funny. Like a bad guy. Like I was a bad guy. Okay. Okay. And I, and I had one line in the whole play. And I had to sneak up on stage. And so you came around the side of the stage on the stairs and you had to sneak up like a robber in order to get. And it didn't dawn on me till many, many years later that some people would have been nervous about that. Listen, I was in school plays. Do you know what I was? I was the angel in the back that never had to say anything. <laughs> I was bad. I only got one line. <laughs> I was like, I'll be the baby Jesus. You didn't have to say anything either. When I felt your nervousness. So the day of our event, let me just kind of catch everyone up. So the day of the event that we're speaking is August 10th. Yeah. And it's that okay. morning. And we've been prepping our talk for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, we've been prepping our talk and writing things down and making mind maps and, you know, the usual. And I had every intention of all day long going around. This is my plan. Now that you know that it's done. My plan was we were going to go around all day. We were going to talk to a bunch of people. We were going to let them know we were going to be speaking at six o'clock. By God, show up, hang out, party with us. Rock on. Yeah, come on. Over. And on Saturday morning when we got up, I thought, we're not leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have chained myself in that B&B bedroom, I swear to God, I would have. <laughs> I've never met such terror. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you for getting on stage because that terror was real. Yeah. When you kept saying you were scared, I really didn't. You really... were like, oh, like a spider on the wall. It's fine. Like, I'll just yeah, take it off. Yes. Uh, and I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, there's fear that goes one to a million and there's fear that goes one to five. And Lauren's one, one to 25 million. So <laughs> I got some more I can go if you'll hold yeah. on. <laughs> I can up this level if you need me to. Trust I me. Like, I was like, okay, you, she's not kidding. Just <laughs> say your name. Let's just start there. It's like, hi, I'm Lauren. Oh, God, I'm done. <laughs> can I leave now, please? <laughs> but you're going to get better at it. I am going to get better at it. And, you know, we were talking for an hour and a half and we ended up speaking to them for like two hours. Yeah. yeah. It was they stayed. They asked hours. questions. Yes. They asked us, did we have somewhere to be? Because they had a lot more questions. Yeah. So that was really terrific. Our talk was called uh, Strengthening the Ties That Bind. And what it really was about was finding ways within relationships mm. to strengthen them. Yeah. We met, we met the most amazing transgender, transgender. woman. Yeah. So I'm hoping she's listening. Her name is Roxanne and she is. Roxanne, you rock. We love you. Oh my God. You were amazing. Yeah. And so Roxanne was married for 30 odd years. I know. And used to be a cop. Right? Can you believe that? I think Roxanne might still be a cop, by the way. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. No, no, no. Works for the State Department now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So she's not a police officer anymore. She works for the State Department. Right. But it was, what? A, first of all, great fucking boobs. Yeah. Just had them done. I was like, ooh, I'm really jealous of those. Okay, I, every part of me wanted me to say, could you just take your top off? Yeah, you just, <laughs> I just want to look at your boobs. She probably would have, actually. You know, she probably would have. Because she's just got a nipples pierced, so she probably wanted to show it off. Oh, that's right. We, sh You know what, Roxanne, next time. Yeah, please, can we see them? We want, yeah, I totally wanted to ask. I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> that's how you start. I don't mean to be rude, but... <laughs> Would you mind if we just take it? Just, just, we won't even touch them if you don't want us to yeah. touch them. We just want to look at them. So, but she was remarkable. It was my first FatCon, as you know, mm. and it was your first FatCon. Yes, yeah. But it was not my first kind of convention. 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 Mm. This one was different for sure than the other one I went to. And maybe just my perspective was different. I don't know. But, or maybe I had you terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, there were so many things that happened that we saw and that we didn't see. 
So I have to tell you a story that I have not told you yet. Oh. It happened at the kink convention that I didn't know about. While we were there, I ran into, as you know, a friend of mine that I've known for years. Okay. Okay. And he was there with his wife and their girlfriend. Okay. And his wife's slave. Okay. I'm following. Okay. So I'll say it again. He was there. Yeah. With his, with his wife. wife. He and his wife's girlfriend. They share the girlfriend. Okay. Okay. And then the wife just has a slave. The wife has a male slave. Okay. Well, apparently while the wife and the girlfriend were at the pool, Someone came over and said, would it be okay with you if I massaged your feet? To whom? To the wife and the girlfriend. Okay. Could I massage your feet to the wife and the girlfriend? To some random stranger. No, this random stranger walked up. Yes. You're the random stranger. Yeah, and I walked up to these two women. By the way, the name is Mr. Stinky Feet. Okay, Mr. Stinky Feet walked up. Mr. Stinky Feet walked up and said, hey, can I massage your feet? And both girls said, knock yourself out. (laughs) Now, according to our friend... And not only did they get a foot massage, he licked their feet clean. Oh, come come on now. (laughs) Gave them foot baths with his tongue. So the person I'm talking about knows Jason really well. And that's how I found the story out at a convention we were at. Okay. And so. Licked um, their feet clean. clean. I think. I mean, they were standing around the pool. They were sitting probably barefoot, but you know, they'd been walking around bare feet or even in heels. The name he put in her phone when she said, Hey, if I have a bunch of girls come over, you want to clean their feet? He's like, Yes, please. Okay. Stinky feet. No, I think it's stinky feet cleaner or something. Stinky feet cleaner. <laughs> hey, each to their own. That's why the convention was so amazing. That's why the convention was yeah. so amazing. Because one of the things that I think you got to experience for the very first time, maybe was an environment that was 100% welcoming. It was. It was 100% welcoming, 100% non-judgmental, and 100% not about sex. That is like the predominating factor. Right. And so for many people, I think when they think of the kink world, they think of it as being... It's automatically sex. And there's a sexual element. Of course, yeah. But, but it's not number one. As you know, I was a lifestyler. I told you that. There's an energy that comes with the lifestyle when you go into a lifestyle environment. I don't know how to language it well, except for me, and everybody receives it differently, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, it felt very pulling, like push, pull, push, pull, push, pull. Okay, push, like you give almost me like this, sex. I'll give you that. You give me this, I'll give you that. Yeah, almost okay. like the rhythm of a, a penetration in okay. and out sex, in and out sex, which was not a comfortable energy for me. And so it never really fit. But the energy here was like, you know how I talk about eggs? Everybody rolling around in their yeah. own egg. It felt like everybody had their own egg. So it's like what I would call bubble space. Everybody's walking around in their own bubble space. Yes, bouncing off each other. Yeah, bouncing off each other, not coming into the space and popping your bubble. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And so that was really cool. Do you want to tell them about your legs? Okay. So we were at the pool one day, possibly the same day as the... Possibly. We just don't Feet licking, not whatever. And... We were standing, or we just met some most amazing woman. They, what do we call them? They're pro, uh, pro doms. So professional dominatrix. So let's pause for a second and explain what that means. So to be clear, and so going back to the statement of it's not about sex. Yeah. Right. There are women and men, I'm sure, but women for our discussion purposes, that other people pay to have certain elements of their personality brought out. Okay. And they do that in a safe environment with a pro dom. Now, for some people, they have certain kinks like trampling. I learned about that. Yeah, yeah the mat guy. Like the mat guy at yeah. Fetish. And he comes, there's a guy, we call him Matt guy. Matt guy, if you're listening, that's what we call you. We don't know what else to call you. So if you have another name, feel free to send it in at twowildorchids.com and we'll happily change it. But in October, every year, Fetish Factory in South Florida puts on this huge fetish event. And there's a guy who lays outside of the ladies' restroom. Just to be stood on. Trampled on. 
and John, hold on. he gets a, a rubber mat over the front of him, and I checked. He lays on his back. I thought that was very interesting. He lays on his back, not on his stomach. And he wants the women with their high heels to walk over him, to step on him, to trample on him. That is a real kink. Yeah, okay. And so a pro-dom, for example, somebody who has that kink, they would go and they would say, this is what I like. And so the pro-dom and they would work it out. So you met a group of pro-doms. I mean, beautiful, statuesque woman. All of them. Yeah, absolutely. Can I interrupt one more time? Yes. So I want to say one thing. The funny thing about this group that I thought was so fascinating is almost all of them have some type of psychology degree. All of them are intellectuals. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. All of them are intellectuals. And like we met a woman who had a master's degree in social work. Yeah. Who runs a pro donors and she makes way more money <laughs> than she ever did in social work and changes more lives. Yeah. She did say she changes more lives doing what she does now than what she used to do. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Which is very tell interesting. Them, tell them about your bruises. Okay. So. One of these beautiful pro-doms was kind of giving a show-and-tell demonstration to a willing partner. Mm -hmm. And what she was doing was she was biting. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've discussed choking on this podcast. You know, there's another element to kind of play, which is biting. So she bit this guy. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it took her about a split second. A nanosecond. Yeah. Like, chomp, done. done. And there was perfect impressions like when you go to the dentist. <laughs> like back molars, front incisors, all the teeth. If they were trying have. to do those um, uh, invisible lines, man, yeah. that was perfect. And I was like, wow. So she did it again to him. And I was like, wow. So I was like, um. The best part was is you looked at me and you said, um, I kind of want her to bite me. <laughs> so then you should ask her. <laughs> so I was like, okay, because we've discussed this before. I got struck by lightning. I'm a bit of a pain slut. So I was like, I want to see how much this hurts, what it feels like. Because if it takes a nanosecond, how much could it hurt? How much could it hurt? Well, and let's not forget your body receives pain as a it's pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I asked her very nicely if she wouldn't mind and she was absolutely game. And she goes, okay, we've got a scale of one to 10. What do you want? Well, wait, I think uh, the best part was she said to you, where do you want me to bite you? Yeah. Well, cause she's like, you, you can't bite on bony bits or whatever. You need right. some fleshy bits and right. like my fleshy bits are my inner thighs. Well, but you said to her, this is what, okay. So I'm going to interrupt her. I'm going to interrupt her. I'm going to Okay. Wait, 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 it's not my story. No, now. <laughs> no, no, because you're missing some fun parts here. Cause I got to watch it. So to me, it was fun to watch. Okay. Will because you explain she, what it, because she said to you, where would you like me to bite you? And you said, where do you want to bite me? And she looked at you. She said, that is not how this works. <laughs> And I thought, oh, look at you, rock star. <laughs> and so she made you pick where you were going to hurt. And I thought that was hot. Yeah, because she said the inner arms or the inner thighs are the sore bits because mm -hmm. they've got the most sensitive skin. And so, so what did you do, rock star? So I was like, inner thigh, come on. <laughs> come on over. I'm in. <laughs> and then what did she ask you? Then she asked me on a scale of one to ten. How much pain do you, you want? Yeah, how much pain do you want? So I said, okay, cool. Well, let's start on a five. So in a fucking nanosecond, I got a five. You didn't even blink though. Yeah. I have it on video. Yeah. You didn't even blink. Did it hurt? No, to me, it didn't hurt, but yes. Okay. So, so you felt it. Yeah, it yeah. Like a pen prick. Okay. Okay. But right. for me, that's great. I'm like, oh, little baby orgasm. Ooh. Right. So then she's like, do you want me to do it again? And I was like, yeah, but let's do a nine. Because that was what you said. You said the minute she was done, you were like, I could have taken a nine. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, we'll do a nine. So she picks the other thigh and bites me on my other inner thigh on a nine. I don't think I flinched either. You didn't. I had a video. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, that one's better. Okay, so here's the rest of the story. <laughs> is the, First of all, the two bites are perfectly symmetrical. Mad props to that dog. Yeah. Okay, because they are exactly in the same place. 
in exactly the same height, leg, weight, location, whatever, of each other. So they look like a little heart. Yeah, so when I stand, together. yeah, when I stand with my legs together, it's like a little heart. One side's a little bit less bruised than the other because the five is less than the nine. And every time her legs moved for the next two days, she went, oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. And, I said, oh. what? And, and so a couple times, I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I moved my across my legs. Oh, that's right, I forgot. <laughs> the one side of the heart's kissing the other side of the heart. So every time she got a little pain shutter, she was like, oh, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> Could have done with that and not talk. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you think about that during the talk? <laughs> so anyway, so we've met some beautiful pro doms. Mm-hmm. Now we have one who we are going to be interviewing coming up very quickly this month. Lauren will be back in South Africa, which is unfortunate. But I will be back in Florida soon enough. Yes. So hang on a second. I want to just pause really quick while I look her up because I got to find her. Hold on. So her name is Madam A and she's a professional dominatrix. She's absolutely stunning. Yes, she is stunning. Probably what? 5'8", red hair, she's perfect not body. She's outside of shoes. She's as big as I am. I swear to God. 5'2", with six inch stilettos. <laughs> yes, her body is magnificent. But she has a website, which and we're going to, yeah. To find so you know what? So rather we're, than waste time, I'll tell you this. I will put a link to her website. Oh, perfect. And um, she's also on FetLife. Do you know what FetLife is? Yeah. Well, the Fet, well, kink community. It's, it's like Facebook. Facebook for the kink. It's, yes, it's Facebook for the kink community. And so for a long time, that site did not make sense to me because it's not like it's not like you can go searching for things. It's like you, so you actually have to go to events, meet people, make friends with those people, and then they show up on your wall like you have a Facebook okay. wall. But so some of the things that we saw that I think were really impressive was there was a lot of professionals there, mm-hmm. um, people who are in the porn industry, people who, did, yeah. who shoot content. We met a lot of people that did that. And... Yeah, photography, movies. Right. What do you think was your biggest takeaway? The biggest takeaway was I just think that non-judgmental space. You know, everybody there had what they call their vanilla lives or their vanilla jobs. And this was just another facet of them. And this facet was just totally acceptable. Yes. That's what I felt there too, because it was... The non-judgment 100% was true, and you know that's kind of my thing. Mm. So one of the nights we were there, we went out to a nightclub, which apparently in Tampa, there's this really fun nightclub called The, the castle, castle, which is a kink nightclub. Yeah, and it lit- I mean, literally looks like a castle. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't. Visually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm like, oh, that bowling actually looks like a castle. I did not even notice yeah, that. Yeah, it had turrets and everything. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm mad I didn't notice that. <laughs> But so I had a hurt foot. So my whole focus really was very internal and I'm bummed. But what I noticed was that, first of all, everybody came as they were either in street clothes. Yeah. I mean, shorts and a T-shirt or dressed as jeans a dinosaur. And a shirt or dressed as a T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. He was dressed as a T-Rex. And the funny thing was this giant T-Rex is walking down the stairs and everybody just got out of the way. Yeah, Moses is parting the sea. (laughs) (laughs) T-Rex is coming and he would stop and hug people. And nobody minded. And then in between that, there was the latex, Mm -hmm. the bodysuits, the masks. One pro down the bit you, I thought was really fascinating because she showed up in some type of little shrug. She had, no, she had feathers. Feathers, feathers. So she had feather kind of shoulder pads Mm -hmm. and basically fishnet stockings. And panties. And pasties. And, yeah, pan, uh, with knickers and just pasties over her nipples. That's, That's it. it. And it was just fine. Yep. And there were people there that were of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Whether they were 50 pounds, 500 pounds, and everything in between, 
wearing anything that made them feel good. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. You could wear anything that made you feel good. And one of the things I noticed is that in the King community, in this particular event that you and I spent time at, we spent a lot of time with pro-doms. We did. Which meant we spent a lot of time with male slaves. Yes. And that was fucking fascinating. You love that. You were like, I'm going to get me a slave. I'm getting one of those, man. Because, I mean, the one prime example is at the pool deck. Before I got bitten, remember? Oh, that's right. One of the pro doms was lying on a lounger Mm -hmm. and she was slightly in the sun. So she asked her slave to get up and hold a towel. So she was in the shade and he stood there and he held that towel for two hours. (laughs) Two hours. And didn't mind. No. To, he wanted to serve her. Happy to do it. Yeah. Fucking fascinating. Yeah. I was like, whoa. That was me too. I'm like, aren't your arms tired? I had so many questions for him. <laughs> I was like. <sighs> but what was very interesting, which I did not anticipate. Um, remember how we talked a little while ago about the uh, the lifestyle energy, that in and out energy, yes. right? And what I noticed that even the slaves held their space. Yeah. And everyone was in their own bubble. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. I'm here because she's making me. I'm standing here because I'm standing here holding this towel yeah. because she's making me. It's I'm standing here holding this towel because I'm so damn happy to be holding the towel. Yeah, like I'm happy she's making me do it. I'm taking pleasure. Yeah, I'm taking pleasure in serving her. Yeah. And and that was a real surprise to me because these are men who are in everyday life, if yeah. you will. Powerful men, men who make a lot of decisions every day. Yeah. I know personally some of them have executive type jobs. That's what I was thinking. I mean, some were CEOs. Yeah. Yeah. High powered businessmen. And it was nice that they got to come in that space and just be. And not have to make decisions. And not have to make decisions. And I think that's what was so attractive to them. And that attracted me to them. They were unapologetically there. And I think lots of times in our lives, I know me, guilty as charged, I'll apologize for my space. Like I told you that story about the labyrinth years ago. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah. So everyone's on speed. I went to a women's convention years ago. And we walked on a labyrinth. And if you've never, we didn't do that when you were here. We got to do that still. And walking on a labyrinth, if you've never done it, you should do it. Highly recommend it. It's a, for everyone in South Africa, it's a flat maze. There you go. It's a flat, but you can't get lost. But you can't get lost because there's nothing around you. You're just walking on kind of a map on the ground. A map on the ground that will take you to the center. Yeah. And the map on the ground will take you out of it. And I did mine the very first time a couple of years ago. And what I noticed that I was doing is that because the space is not very wide, it's kind of like almost like you're walking on a bus in the middle of a bus when you're trying to see 12 inches, maybe. Okay. Okay. For everyone, that's about 30 centimeters, the size of a ruler. Oh, there you go. Thank you. (laughs) And then I would move out of the way. So when we walked past each other, our shoulders didn't bump. And I realized that I was actually moving out of my own way in my life to, to kind of do that. And I think that that was one of the most impressive things about this group is nobody moved out of anybody's way. No, because nobody was getting in anybody's way. Yes. Yes. That T-Rex came down the stairs and everybody just kind Nobody of was fighting for space. Nope. Nobody was fighting for... Like, it was a busy club. The it kingpin was- position. No, there was no, none of that kind of... No. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I mean, there's a hierarchy in the community. Nobody but, was trying to be top dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one was, there was no pissing competition. Yeah, everybody was top dog in their own space. Mm. In whatever space that was, it was interesting. And so this club also has a dungeon. Yes. Which means that there were people that were tied to pieces of furniture and being flogged or played with. Yeah, or handcuffed to something. Yeah. yeah. And you could watch it. You could sit and not watch it. You no, could, I had you climb in that cage. Yeah, you had, she had me climb in a cage. <laughs> there was a cage coffin, you guys. Imagine a cage, but the size of a coffin. And it was up on... On a stand, so you had to walk up steps to get into it. You had to walk up steps to get into it, yeah. yeah. And um, so it was completely see-through. And I said, get in there. 
And you damn sure did. <laughs> I had to take off my heels and get in there. And I did. <laughs> and I took pictures. And they'll be on our website. <laughs> okay. Because I think it'd be fun to, I think that's what we should do. I was trying to think what we should do on the website in the middle portion, because now that we've done it at FedCon, I think we should post some of the pictures that we did. Yeah. I, I think I put some up on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Right, good. Go to our Instagram and check it yeah, out. Yeah, go to our Instagram and check it out. But yeah, we haven't put those kind of like individual event ones. Like I put some group photos. Up. Yeah. It was a great experience. I want to go next year. Oh, me too. Okay. I want to go 100%. next year. I want to go 2020. Without my foot messed up. Well, then don't mess up your foot next year. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's a simple stuff. Are you going to speak it next year? 2020. Do I have a choice? What do you think? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So because we've got other events coming up. I'm looking at trying to get us into Exotica. Okay. Which is coming up in September. And... I've never been to Exotica. That's another one I've never been to. I have no idea what that's going to be like, but that's all porn industry stuff. So the, the sexual energy in there will be very well, interesting. Okay, that'll be more palpable than FedCon. I'm sure. But FedCon, to say that it wasn't sexual is not no, it wrong. Wa- it was. It, it was wasn't. sexual, but like I said, it was not the predominating factor of the event. It, no. You know, you never walked into a room and it kind of had that energy of, okay, well, everybody in here is just going to start having sex or no, they're going to no. touch each other inappropriately or... In the lifestyle community, the idea is no is no. The minute you go to SDC, SLS, any of those websites, you're going to see the rules and the rules are no means no, period. Yeah. Hands up, no means no. No is a full sentence. It's a full fucking sentence. But when you go in the kink community, no is still no, but there's a question for no means no. Consent in the kink community seems to be the foundation yes. of where they of where they play. The the acceptance is of course there, as is the the respect. There's a whole lot of respect in that community. Yeah. For who whatever you are. Yeah. You want to be in the T Rex, you got your respect as the T Rex. You want to be the slave, slave, you got your yeah. respect as the slave. And that's what was so really beautiful about it, I thought, was there was no one there that was being degraded. Agreed. Even when you were in the dungeon and you were getting whipped or you were getting tied up with rope, there was no degradation there involved. Was no it degradation. was all, everybody wanted to be there. They wanted to feel that sensation. We watched a dominatrix yeah. have her way with her slave. She whipped the shit out of him. <laughs> and, and I mean, to say it was beautiful to watch, it really was because she also had these fiber optic floggers Mm -hmm. so they lit up and like every time they touched his back his back lit up his back lit up Mm -hmm. and I mean it was really really beautiful and he was crying yes but I will say this the energy between them was awesome it was awesome it was awesome when it was just the two of them sometimes people got involved and it didn't Mm. seem as, as pure but when it was just the two of them you could see the love between them yeah and you can see that he wasn't like crying out of pain. No, it was It release. was this, yeah, it was complete release and this enjoyment of the fact that he can give her this kind of pleasure. And she looked joyful. Yeah, I know. She <laughs> was grinning from ear to ear. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. <laughs> and so when it was done and she unchained him, mm. you remember he got down and he bowed at her feet. Yeah. And I thought, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> or, or see what his back looks like, because yeah. I wanted to see what his back looked Did like. Did you notice he didn't have not a single mark. mark? Not one. Not one. Not, one. not a bruise, not a scratch, uh-huh. nothing. And we asked him, but when, and by the way, we asked him when she was like not in our presence and said, hey, how are you? He's like, I'm great. Yeah, it was amazing. I loved last night. I was like, did you have fun? Yeah. I was like, okay. And this is a man, by the way, who wears a metal collar around his neck with a Big giant lock on it. Yeah, big giant lock on it. And it's heavy. And he wears it 
everywhere. Well, he works everywhere at those at, events. At those events, yeah, yeah. Remember, he's an executive in another world. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, even when we went out for dinner, when we weren't at the convention. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So did the other guy. Did exactly. You that? The slaves the were the slaves slave. within that environment during the course of the convention. And comfortable to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one of the slaves that was there, I met at the last time, at the last convention. And, um, the slave that was on trial. The slave that was under consideration. <laughs> under consideration. <laughs> Not on trial, under consideration. And under consideration, it means that there's this group of, as I mentioned, feminine dominant women, that he wants to be a slave, but he had to find a match. He had to find somebody that fit him, that he fit. So you do a trial period. So you do a trial period, and it's called under consideration. And it appears, and I was only... 30,000 foot view, but it does appear that he has found his, his mistress. His, yes. His match. I'm yeah. not sure what she calls herself, but you know, but, but that, but they look good together. They do. And I was watching him at the, at the castle rubbing her feet. Yeah. She laid, she reclined on this couch. Let me give you the image. She reclined on this couch. Lovely body, by the way, really beautiful oh, body. hundred pounds soaking wet. Yes. Stunning. Lace mask on. Yeah. And she reclined. And a red back. lace bodice oh, I forgot about with that. a red choker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Red lace bodice and the red choker. And she had her stockinged feet kind of pointed at him. Mm. And he sat on the ground. Yeah. At her feet. Knelt at her feet. Knelt at her feet and just rubbed her feet. Yeah. And both of them looked blissful. I mean, it's like picture you in your bedroom with your husband or whatever. That kind of really, really private moment. It was on display. It was on display for everybody to witness. And they still had that very, very private, private moment. moment. Yeah. They didn't care if you watched or not. Yeah. I think that there's a lot in the kink community that could be taken out of the kink community and shown to the world. Mm. And taught, you know, sometimes we have to teach people how to behave. People uh, don't always treat us well, and that's not our fault or our problem. And I'm a big believer in owning responsibility for your own emotions, but I think the kink community could teach the world a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and just hold space for yeah. whatever's happening. Yeah. When I first discovered that I was poly, I think I told you I studied it for four years mm. before I came out to Jason that I was poly. And polyamorous is meaning many loves, which means I love relationships. I love multiple relationships. I love to be in love. I love the feeling of falling in love. I love to have a relationship with you and a relationship with Jason, a relationship with someone else. I love all that shit. But I also recognize that that doesn't mean that I won't have moments where I'm like freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And it's okay to freak the fuck out. Like nobody tells you that when you're growing up. Nobody says it's okay. Yeah. You can have your tantrum, knock yourself out. Pull yourself together. Yeah, that's what they tell you, isn't yeah. it? Pull yourself together. It's like boys are told not to cry and girls are told to pull themselves together. So act like a lady was what yeah. I grew up in. Uh, Modulate your voice, ironically. Okay. <laughs> and uh, act like a lady. I didn't want to act like a lady. I wanted what? to climb trees and do me. Yeah, don't act like a boy. That was what you were told? Yeah. Yeah. So it was. I was reading recently that um, it was just some little blurb, one of these little memes, and it says, do you ever notice that kids are told when they're little you know, to stop crying and pull themselves together. Mm. But you have to be aware, too, that they have bad days, too, just like you. Adults are allowed to have a shitty day to come home more cranky, but God forbid the kids do. I think that the kink community taught me a lot about acceptance. Mm. I thought I was a pretty accepting soul, and then I was very clearly schooled. Yeah, I... would be an accepting soul. Uh, me, too. I mean, I felt I felt exactly the same way. So what was the hottest thing you saw? Sex podcast. That's a loaded question. I mean, Jesus, I was like astounded the whole weekend probably the florentine flogging with the whips with the whips i told you that was beautiful. yeah no i mean that was so beautiful so yeah the florentine flogging and she is 
masterful. Yeah, no, she's. And we're we're going to have her on our show um, probably by the end of the month. Madame mm-hmm. is going to come on our show, and when and she's going to teach us how to Florentine block. <laughs> she is. She doesn't know that yet. But yes, she is. Yes, she is. Bring those whips with you. Yes, because she has got some skills, and she was in the moment. That was the other thing I noticed. Yeah, is. She, yeah, she didn't notice anyone else around her. No, she was just was, there with what she was doing. With what she was doing. And that type of focus, if you noticed, as you looked around them, everyone had that same focus. Everyone who was doing a scene, if you will, had that same focus on what they were doing. Like, nobody who was doing a scene was paying attention to what Madame was doing. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you and I sat on the floor and got the opportunity to watch, mm-hmm. you know, lots of people doing lots of fun things. And the devices were astonishing. Remember yeah, the scarf? The whole setup. Uh, I'm telling you, there are more toys in the King community than I knew you can that imagine. existed. Because the member of the vendors. Yes, well, exactly. The, I mean, some of the things we saw that we never went back to, we didn't get to buy. We didn't get to buy. Because of my nervousness right? <laughs> and locking ourselves in an Airbnb for a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> one of my favorite moments, though. I was going to say, what was one of yours? Yeah, one of my favorite moments was when we were at the pool deck and we met those pro Yeah. And we met, remember, they were with a couple of their men. Yes. All right. And they pulled out the anal vibrator. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> okay, so check it out. It is a remote-controlled anal vibrator. For men. For men that, um, I guess women could use it, too. Yeah, I suppose. But, but it was specifically it was because, because they were pro-dom. They're, they're, they're slaves or men would wear it. And it's controlled by... An app on your phone. Yes. It's controlled by an so app on your phone. In the world. Yeah. So as long as he's wearing it from anywhere in the world, you can control this device. And here's the best part. You can share it with your friends. Yes. So, <laughs> so they can control it. So I could send Lauren a Dropbox link, and then she could then control it if he was wearing it. Yep. That was remarkable. And did you feel that thing? Yeah, I know. that There was some serious was, vibration going on there. But what I thought was great was what the mistress told us, which was that when he wears that and they have sex, it's like his penis turns into a vibrator. Yeah, it's vibrating at the same time. Oh, holy cow. I'm totally down with trying that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because I like vibrators. You like vibrators. Can you imagine if you've got a real live cock that's a vibrator? That is a vibrator, yeah. It's, I'm in. Yeah. Just haven't told cock that is, yet, by the way. That's the holy grail of sex toys right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. The holy grail of sex toys. I have not told Jason Cochran yet, by the way, that that's kind of on the agenda. Hey, Jay, listen to our podcast. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> and if you're Surprise. not game, I could start a relationship. <laughs> Someone else will be. Someone else will happily stick that up their ass so I can see what that's like. <laughs> that, to me, was the willingness. Did you see but, him whip that sucker out of but the that, bag? So that's what I was going to say. He brought up the topic. He was carrying around a backpack and he was like, look at this. Right. Look what I get to wear. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just stood there astounded for about two hours and then I was like, can you bite me? <laughs> I think that's all she did. Said, can I have a cigarette? And can you bite me? <laughs> And now Lauren smokes, so feel free to send us. Uh, do all. not bash my smoking. Feel free to send us all of the smoking bashing you would like because I am after her to quit. Lauren so is on free. her road to quitting. I had one or two cigarettes the whole weekend. Thanks, mom. Just saying. 
Feel free to bash. I know. And don't send me pictures of those boxes you get in the UK of the black lung. I've got it. It's on my box of cigarettes too. <laughs> but anyway, so that was the thing is he carried it around and he, they were very clear. It's clean. And they feel the vibration. Oh, it's mine. Like, okay. And it sure did. And it was impressive. It was very impressive. It was very impressive. Yeah, and, and he tried out so many things. That's He's like, so. I'm, he's I'm like, if, yeah, if you want to try it out, I'm the guy to do it on. Okay. You're from South Africa. So I don't know if you ever saw. Do you remember the Life Cereal commercial? Does that mean anything? No. Okay. So I hate to date myself here because it's going to kill me, but years and 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 years ago. Many eons ago. Many eons ago. You know, the dawning of the age. Yeah, when dinosaurs still roamed the earth. I'm not that old. I'm not that old. No, she really is. But there was a TV commercial called Life. It was Life Cereal. Okay. They still have Life Cereals. But what is Life Cereal? Like muesli? Like Fruit Loops? No, it's like little squares. Like little wheat bits. Okay. I don't know. It was Life Cereal. Okay. I don't know. It was some healthy cereal. Anyway. That was the point of it, is that these kids wouldn't try it because they knew it was healthy cereal. And uh, so they said, let's get Mikey. He'll taste anything. <laughs> and so that was the whole thing. Oh, uh, you okay. were like, that guy reminds that me of Mikey. Mikey. Okay. That, that's what they said. They said, if there's anything that they want to try, if there's anything He's new, the one that gets They're cold. like, hey, you, come here. Yeah. Mikey, get over here. <laughs> let's get Mikey. He'll eat anything. <laughs> he likes it. Hey, Mikey. That was a whole commercial. Yeah. And so the minute Mikey liked it, all the other kids were willing to try it. Yeah. And so that's what he is for them. He's their Mikey. He's their Mikey. What's the word for that? It's like a... Not a trendsetter, but a... The taste tester? No, but like, you know, some, like a leader. When you'll do something first, people will follow. Well, I guess that's the word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Isn't it? Leader. Leader. Like us little trendsetters that we are doing a sex podcast. I know, right? Thank you. Yeah, big props to you guys. You wow. have been so responsive and amazing, and the letters and the emails keep pouring in. Please keep sending them. We're reading them all. We're getting to them all. We, we want to answer the questions. Yeah. But I got to tell you... I have been astonished by how fast it's growing. Me too. Yeah. We, we literally doubled in views over yesterday. Yeah. In, in one day. In one day we doubled. Yeah. I expect and, the, and that's, that I trend. mean, all because of you guys. So, so thank, big, please keep big sending thanks. it. Please keep sharing it. Please go to iTunes and tell. Because we're on iTunes now. <laughs> we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're still working on getting it to upload um, to the fucking website. But by yeah. <laughs> Some things about FetCon that we didn't like. Is there anything we didn't like? Except for speaking in public. Honestly, I don't think there was. I was thinking, I can't think of a single thing no, I did not we, enjoy. I didn't meet anybody who made me feel uncomfortable. And we spoke to, I mean, the first night we got there, I made you go to the meet and greet. And oh I dragged God. her around like she made me public speak. Okay, so here's the difference. You want me to talk, stick me on a stage, I'm in. She wants all day. <laughs> you wanted to talk at a cocktail party? <laughs> Fucking give me a bottle of champagne to suck on uh, yeah. with a straw. I gave her a double GNT and a straw, and I was like, "Come, we're gonna go talk to people." And you did. Uh, and I'm good at it. Yes, I just, you are. I'm so nervous. I know. It's like my nerves. I, I don't get that. Which is why we're a good match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did. She forced me to get, and I, because normally I would stay in my room. Yep. And I was like, uh-uh, we're going to go out. I was like, are you sure? People? We just what? got here. Aren't you tired? <laughs> yes, I'm exhausted, but. <laughs> That's what she said. She said, get dressed. I was like, well, my foot hurts. Get fucking dressed. Okay. <laughs> because we wanted to meet and greet. We wanted people to come to yeah. the talk. Yeah. So we couldn't just be like, show up on Saturday and expect people to come. Well, they don't know who the two wild orchids were. Well, that is a very good point. That's a very good point. One of the things that I thought was really cool is the first night we met a couple of guys and I talked to one of them and I said, you know, what was the hardest part about you coming out in kink? And he talked about his own sense of shame about it. Yeah. The idea that what he wanted was so different than what 
what society had deemed something you couldn't have or yeah. shameful. Yeah, because he should. So he shoots content for. Um, forgive me if I'm getting the term wrong, but I think the term is taken. It's not a sex thing as much as it's you know the scooping up of a girl mm. and the idea of that rough play. Yeah. And and he shoots the content for people to buy on on the internet. Yeah, clips for sale. Clips for sale. He, he's a gentle soul. Like I spent time. Oh, very. With him. Yeah. And, and he said, even I said, you know, and he never takes it further than that point of kind of mystery. Exactly. The content is like, okay, I'll be coming up with, you know, my hands behind your neck and then the clip kind of ends. So you now have your own fantasy that you can create in your head. Exactly. Exactly. I talked to him about, he said, when I was seven years old, he said, I saw some scene on, I don't know, some TV show. And he said, and from that moment on, he knew that that's what he wanted. That's what he liked. And it made him uncomfortable because in an interesting turn of events, he's a school teacher. Yes, he's, his so vanilla life is so different. So vanilla. Yeah. And he felt so guilty for so long for having these desires. But now he's found a safe and healthy outlet with it, which is I can shoot these videos. Mm. I can have my desires met. I'm not hurting anyone. Nope. Everybody's happy. And I still have my needs met. And it doesn't affect my job. Yeah. I always think about his different facets. That's like a, if like you, a diamond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a diamond. Like, let's say you've got a diamond and it's got 54 facets on. And some people know seven of those. And some people know 12. And some people might know all 54. And mm-hmm. if they do, you've got great. a great relationship. You hope you would. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just a different facet. It's like it's like us. We've got our vanilla lives. Mm-hmm. They're called vanilla. And we've got our sex podcasts. Right. Right. And because we're public, they're coming together. Yeah. Whether exactly. we like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a decision we make. It is. Right. So when my son came out, you know, my son's gay, mm. and he came out at 15, Your wonderful son. My wonderful, amazing, super yeah. smart, super incredible, oh my God, I adore my kid son, came out at 14. And I heard him on the phone with a friend of his. I'm still astonished. Oh, you have told me. And yeah, carry yeah. on, because it's the most amazing statement. I'm, I'm astonished at 14 that he had this type of wisdom. But he was on the phone with his friend telling him that he was gay. And he said to his friend, he said, I'm at the time, my, so my son has changed his name, but for us at home, we call him Jacob. You'll often hear me call him Jacob. But he said, I'm still Jacob. I'm still the person my parents raised me to be. Nothing about me has changed. This is just something you didn't know about, about me, me that you now do. Yeah. And I was stunned by the wisdom of those words. No, and that's a, it's a wonderful statement. It's just something you didn't know about me that you now do. Right. I'm so, still the same person. I'm still the same person. Yeah. So, like we met that, we met Charlie. Wonderful Charlie. Charlie. Rainbow Charlie. Rainbow Charlie. Rainbow Charlie. Uh, props to Charlie. We love you. Mad props to, to, to Rainbow Charlie. Charlie is this beautiful boy that we met who was wearing rainbow clothing from head to toe in the, a cape. The first night, <laughs> the first yeah. Night. Rainbow cape, rainbow pants, rainbow, rainbow top. Shirt. Yeah. There's no doubt that he plays on the rainbow field. Yes. I mean, this and he's is loud a- and he's proud. And he's remarkable. And one of the things that he said was, he said, you know, he said, my mom had a little bit of trouble when he came out and parents do. And I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's just going back to that kind of, this is the picture I have in my head of something. So when that picture starts changing, how do I react to it? And a lot of people react negatively. Yes. But I think it's safe to say that the picture is always going to change. Yes. And that's what's the wonderful thing about it. It's like watching a movie. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you're not so watching the same movie. You're watching a whole lot of different ones or just the clips of it until it makes a whole movie. And that might be your whole life from zero to a hundred. You're making a whole movie. So what are you going to do with your clips is the question, isn't it? Yeah. How do you want to spend how do you it? Wanna, yeah. How do you want to spend it? How do you want to put them together? I know for me anyway, I used to like try to please everybody. 
Hi, have you met me? <laughs> and I think I'm not alone in that. Laura. <laughs> my name is Laura. I try to please everybody. Uh, Hi, my name is Sean Lee, and I used to. Yeah. <laughs> and I found that life was a whole lot more fun. You know, I got an, an email from someone who's been listening to our show. I used to hang out with this group of people who are wonderful. Uh, if you listen to Morning Coach, J.B. Glossinger's Morning Coach, he's a magnificent morning coach. He's great in the morning. He's real motivational. He's real positive. He's a very dear friend of mine. I like him. But I got a message from somebody who said, boy, the Sean Lee of today and the Sean Lee I knew back at the Morning Coach talks, very different. And boy, howdy, I like this one better. <laughs> and I thought that's because this one decided to show up. Yeah. So if you'll show up in your life, whatever your sexual kink is, whatever your fun is, whatever your your you is. Embrace it. And just, yeah. It's you. Give yourself a hug. What a novel idea. <laughs> what a novel idea. Hold on. Let me just have a moment. Lauren, here you guys, because we had this conversation before we came on. What a clever idea. Okay. Why didn't I think of that? Okay, Smarty Pants over there. <laughs> <laughs> treat you with the same love and attention that you would treat children. And yeah. that was one of the things I think is cool about Halloween. Right, is that people get to pretend to be other things. Mm. And that's why I think it's such a popular holiday. Um, holiday. Mm. But I think more than pretending, they just kind of allow themselves to be, to be, to show up, yeah. to bring back that childlike wonder. And that's one of the things I noticed about the FedCon event is the playfulness. Mm. There was a playful true, energy. Was, yeah. yeah. There was a really playful energy, whether it was a, I'm chained to this and my mistress is whooping me. Or I'm bound and gagged. Or I'm walking around with a leash on. Yeah. yeah. Or I have a giant collar around my neck with a big lock exactly. on it. Exactly. Or I'm walking around looking like a Victorian model. Yes, yes. In anything. Remember the sailor girl? Yes. Yes. And then and the doctors and nurses? Yes. It was amazing. Everybody showed up in whatever it was they wanted to play that. It was like your best Halloween party. For four ever. days. For four days. <laughs> yeah. And there was none of this. Can you believe the T-Rex? Yeah, exactly. There was none of that. It was like, check out the T-Rex. Yeah. As they're out there dancing. Yeah. <laughs> his tail around. His tail around. I feel like there was something else. Oh, the um, Electra. She was remarkable with the gloves. Oh, with the gloves. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, and that's the thing. It was your opportunity to be yourself. So we can't yeah. say enough good things about FETCON. FETCON 2020, the wild orchids will be there. Yeah, two wild orchids will be again. there. Speaking again. She just doesn't As know. As we <laughs> under duress. <laughs> by, that, by the time we get to FETCON 2020. Uh, it'll be easy. It'll be so simple. You'll have done it so many times. It's like cocktail but. parties for you. We'll be walking around. Right. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is it, Lauren. You're going to be heading back to South Africa now, aren't you? I am. Unfortunately, I fly home on Friday. Are you okay with that? You ready to go home? Yeah, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to, you know, be in my apartment, my space, just kind of take mm -hmm. a bit of a breather. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Because she's trying to say nicely, I'm a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't imagine that, loyal <laughs> listeners that you are. I, you can't imagine that I could be a lot of energy. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, that's oh, you always me. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything you wish you'd have done at FETCON or that you want to do next year? I think probably go to more talks, more of the kind of breakout sessions. Yes. But, but we didn't because we were working on ours. Right. I yeah. think hypnosis succession was phenomenal. And the electrosex one. The electrosex one yeah. I heard was great. <laughs> we didn't get to go to that because it was the exact Exact same time. It was hours. <laughs> so I was like, oh, can I be next door? No, sit down. 
bang. And then I guess the next time we'll record, you're going to be in South Africa. And I'll yeah. Be so we'll do how we started. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do it the way we always do, yeah. right? So as we get out of here today, if you're going to do it once, by God, do it twice. And if you're going to do it twice, take fucking photos. Remember with the Wild Orchids, you want to stay tuned in. And stay turned on.